Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. All right, y'all, it's your boy Smiles, and we back with another episode of the Music Impulse Powered by the Uncool Urban Podcast. And for this episode, we got a very special episode. First off, I'm going to run some, down some, some credits of this guy. If you heard Gucci Mane sleep with my pistol, he did it. If you heard 2 Chains, okay, bitch, he did it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you heard the new Rocky Fresh, done with it, he did it. Yes, sir. If you heard, if you're from Dallas and you heard Asian Doll, Stank Walk, he did it. Yes, sir. If you heard that Yellow Beezy and Trap Boy Freddy drinking my cup, he did it. We did it. Oh, okay. We yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got a production crew up in here. Yep. Um, y'all may have heard him for one particular rapper. She's out here just been blazing things for the last couple of years, just hitting the streets. Mm-hmm. If you heard of her project, Tina Snow, he did about four tracks off of that. Five, five, five. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you heard her, her uh, one of her most recent projects, Fever, he did six. Off there, six. Five. He did five. Five. I, <laughs> I think I got five on both of them. <laughs> All right, and then um, off the the most recent one, Sugar, Captain Hook. Yeah, I only, yeah. Had, only had one on that one, but it was the one that was about mm-hmm. to like right before Savage the little dance took off. Yeah, Captain Hook was the one that was gonna. Sorry, bitch. I still want to go. And then I also looked on Tidal. Mm-hmm. This person, I'm not even going to say her name yet. If you look on this person. Wait, hold on. Who got Tidal? Me. You can already look that up? Uh, if, if, if you can look at the most streamed songs. Oh, okay, the, the, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If, I thought you was going to say another, somebody I got coming. I'm like, oh, you already uh, look this up? <laughs> but if you look on um, this, this rapper I'm going to say, say next, if you look on the top 10 streamed songs that she has, he has three of the top ten, and really those three are in the top seven. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. With Captain Hook, and then my favorite song, Cash Here, featuring my man, the Baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then her what platinum selling single, Big Old Freak. Yep. Big Old so, Freak platinum, Cash Here, double platinum. So once I said that, you already know I'm talking about Meg The Stallion. Mm-hmm. So my special guest here today is my man, Lil Jew, made the beat. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, I appreciate it. How, how you doing? I, I thought, uh, basically, I was let everybody know how it happened. I saw him tweet that he was in, in Dallas. He was looking for a studio. And I was just like, let me just shoot my shot just and just yeah. see, see what happens. I was like, hey, I do a podcast. <laughs> yep. I would love to, to bring you in. Yep. My man hit me back and was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's when? Do it. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. And here we go. So, um, but yeah, how you been? How you been uh, since being back in Dallas and all that? Uh, I'm in Dallas because I'm finna get my wisdom teeth taken out. So, it's been good, but it ain't gonna be that good tomorrow once they finally take them out. And I'm gonna be yeah. down for about a week or two. Yeah, I was like, I had four taken out about four years ago. Yeah, all four taken out about four, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I was off work for about a week. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be good. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I definitely know you're paying and all that. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll we'll start back. Who Who is Lil Jew made to be? I know I saw your real name is Julian, so mm-hmm. uh, just go back to the beginning and let everybody know who, who you are and all that. Um, Lil Jew made the beat. I'm a multi-platinum billboard producer. You know what I'm saying? I'm from DeSoto, Texas. Graduated from DeSoto in 2010, moved to Houston in 2010 to go to U of H. Uh, and I've just been working with the beats ever since. Like, I started making beats in 2008. And then, shit. Because that's really all I do. Like, mm-hmm. anybody asks me, like, who's the you made the beat? I make beats. You know what I'm saying? You can ask anybody. Like, I didn't do anything else for them. From 2008 to right now, all I did was make beats. I fucked up at school, all that, for the beats. And it worked out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, because I saw uh, one of your interviews. You were saying, "Hey, I was I was making like five to ten beats every day." You were like, "Hey, Kanye West said it," and so he's like, "That's all I'm I, doing." I really did it. I really did. It. I, I I knew from the first time that I picked up beats that this is what I was gonna do. I didn't know what path I was gonna be on, what path I was gonna take, but I knew, you know what I'm saying, where I wanted to go, just not how to get there. But I was gonna work and just keep building and building and building until I got to where I wanted to be. And shit, here we are. Yeah, because I know I saw you said um, 
one of your homies got you into Fruity Loops and everything. Yeah, yeah my, my, like, my best friend, he, I, I didn't know anything about making beats before that. He had showed me the software on his computer, on his uh, house computer. And from that day, literally, that was 2008. I remember it like it was yesterday. That was 2008. The Carter 3 had just leaked. Okay. Like, I don't know why, like, I put the Carter 3 with me making beats every time. But, yeah, it just leaked. He showed me the software. From that day, I was like, this is the coolest shit i ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I'm wow. going to blow up. I'm going to make a lot of money for this shit. I'm going to get rich and famous off this shit. Here we are. And then I know you said you like been in the music all your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. I saw, I saw you said you were in band in high school because uh, I was telling you I was in band in high, yeah. when I was in middle school. In high school, I did mm-hmm. I did flute mm-hmm. middle school and then I, I switched <laughs> over to the trombone in high school because okay. I yeah. thought the flute was just like too. I was like, ain't no man gonna <laughs> play the flute. I was like, I need something different. Yeah, yeah. so I switched over to the trombone when I went to high school. Yeah, I, I played percussion like xylophone, drums, okay, triangle, tippity, and all that. These two was in band way longer than me, <laughs> for sure. But I was in band from like six, six, seventh, and half of eighth grade. And then once we got to high school, I, I like got out of band. But the few music theories and stuff yeah. that I learned in. That's what I'm still using it today to, you know what I'm saying, make my music. So it was it was worth it. Yeah. Um, so I guess the speed up. So you got into production about 2008. What, what year? I, I couldn't figure out what year the, the Gucci dropped. Oh, 20, 2013. 2013. So it was about five, about five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so how was that the feeling when that that happened, when you got the call that, yo, so, Gucci's using my beat for a project? Right before I got the Gucci placement, like I said, it was five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I didn't already messed up at U of H. Mm-hmm. I didn't already had to move back to Dallas. I ended up moving back to Houston. And, like, I'm just, like, I feel like nothing I'm doing at that point is, like, making any traction. You know what I'm saying? Then I got the Gucci placement. She was there when I first heard it. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I got the Gucci placement. I just started crying. Like, literally, as soon as I heard him say, I, 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 on the black, <laughs> like, that's how, that's how the song started. It says, I, I, I. Soon as I heard that, I didn't even hear the rest of the song. I just started <laughs> crying because I'm like, "This is what it was meant for me to do." Yeah, like I've been, I've been pushing, doing all this, and finally, like somebody finally, like I always knew I was good at making beats. Like I'm really good at making beats, but that don't matter. Like making beats is only ten percent of what you need in the music industry. So, like I said, I heard him, started crying. I talked to Gucci on the phone and everything. He wanted to sign me. Then like two to three weeks, maybe a month later, that's when he went to jail for them for them three years. Yeah, just my luck. Like as soon as I get a Gucci placement, he rocking with me. He was like, he gonna do like ten of the beats that I sent him. Oh. Then he goes to jail. So I thought that was my shot this whole time. Like before I met Megan, I thought that was my shot. That's what I used to think all the time. Twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. I'm like, man, what if I already missed my shot? Yeah. Like what if that was my shot and I already missed it? I should have just dropped everything and went to Atlanta, but I didn't. I was thinking with a different mind back then because 2013, I was working at Papa John's. Yeah. I was having to pay bills. I'm like, I was thinking about failing. That's what I was scared of back then. And I was like, what if I get to Atlanta? You know what I'm saying? I, I know I got this Gucci placement, but what if I get to, to Atlanta and ain't nobody rocking with me? Or what if I get to Atlanta and fail and I got to come back to, to Houston? Now I lost my job at Papa John's. Now my roommates can't pay the bill because they missing my portion of the bills. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, you thinking about the other people like, damn. Yeah, I was thinking about the other people, but I really should have just been thinking about myself and just dropped everything and just went to Atlanta. But, I mean, it all worked. As you can see, it all worked yeah, out. Yeah, it all worked but out. for the longest, that was in my head. Like, man, I didn't miss my shot, man. But worked out. So Yeah, because I, I know I have, like, some, some homies that have, like, rap and do other things that have moved to Atlanta and – End up having to move. Cause I'm originally from Akron, Ohio, mm-hmm. and had to either move back there or move back to like another city. Just like, hey, I tried it down there for a few years, yeah. and that's what it I was just scared don't, of. Just didn't work out. That's what I was scared. I didn't. I was scared of rejection and not working out because I just know in my head I've been living in a cloud since I graduated from high school. I've been living in a cloud. Like I don't be worried about nothing else that's going on. All I was worried about was my beats. I didn't care if I had no electricity. Like if I didn't care if I had nothing to eat. All I was worried about was Going to the studio, make sure I got some weed so I can go to the studio and make some beats. That's all I worry about because <laughs> I know if I got them two things, somebody going to buy some beats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody going to buy some beats where I got so I can pay my rent. Somebody going to buy some beats where I can eat. You know what I'm saying? So if I just focus on them two things, I'm going to make it happen. 
Yeah. And that's what I did. So, uh, speaking a, a little for uh, when when did you meet Meg? Because I know you said y'all had like the same manager. Is that how y'all met having the same manager and everything or whatever? Okay, so T. Ferris, which is her like role manager right now. Yeah, he's one of my managers too. Um, I've been knowing T. Ferris since 2013, 2012. He used to be Paul Wall and Mike Jones okay. manager. Probably heard Paul mention him yeah, on T still, Ferris, yeah, still heard, tipping. So yeah. that's that T Ferris. So okay. um I've been knowing him like I said since 2012, 2013. Um him and Carl Crawford started 15 on one, the label that Megan signed to. They started that probably 2017. So um June James, he produced Yosemite for Travis Guy, he produced Put a Date on it for Yo Gotti. Um he got a lot of placements. He is like go to producer in Houston. So I was part of his production team okay. and I would be around him all the time. So T Ferris was his manager at first. Okay. So I would just be in the cut outside. Everybody been knowing that I go, you know what I'm saying? I go hard too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, like I said, they started 15 on one. This was probably March or April 2017. Um, they get me in there as the main producer. Then okay. they signed Megan probably like November or December 2017. Okay. So literally she got signed to the label. I never signed to the label. I was just like the main producer. She got signed to the label. I locked in with her. When nobody else giving her no beats in the city, DJ Charles was giving her beats. But other than that, nobody was else was giving her beats. I locked in with her. The rest is history. Like literally. Like they was like, T Ferris was like, oh, she needed some better beats. So I come in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She came in. I gave her Big Old Freak. I gave her all the songs for Tina Snow. Yeah, because I know she said you you, you made it back in 2016. Yeah, you made I made Big, Big, Big Old Freak in 2016. Yeah. Like, I, I made that. I probably didn't even have nothing to eat when I made that. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it was, it, was, it was a crazy time. But made that beat. That was, like I said, she came in 2017. So I played all my 2017 beats for her. And then my 2016 pack, that was the first beat I played in that pack. Because I used to listen to that. I used to listen to that beat all the time. Like, in my car, just driving around. That would be one of the one beats on my phone that I listened to. Like, when I'm just driving around. Because I, I knew that was a hit. you like, I know this is the one. I, I just, know this I just, is I just, the I just one. I need somebody on it. Exactly. I knew this was the one from the time I bounced it down. I'm like, this is the one. I don't know who going to rap on it. Yeah. But if somebody raps on it, it's a hit. And then sure enough. She picked that beat. She made a song to it. We didn't know that was going to be the hit. They were trying to push some other songs as a single when Tina Snow first came out. But yeah. when once the mixtape dropped and everybody started listening to it, that's the one that had the star next to it. So they just ran with it. Yeah. And then, you look at them algorithms like, oh, this, one. this is the one. So that's what ended up getting her signed to 300. Then they re-put out Tina Snow again, repackaged under 300 uh-huh. with Big Ol' Freak as the single. Dropped the video. Then Fever comes out, you know what I'm saying? I got majority of the tracks on there, and I got the track with the baby on it yeah. at the height of the baby. So I remember when we first posted the track list for the mixtape, because that's literally my favorite track. Because I'm, I'm a the baby fan, so I was like, oh, this is this exactly. Is hard. So as soon as the mixtape came out, or like when we put the track list out, everybody like, oh, she got a song with the baby. That's the one we gonna listen to first. You same know what thing. I'm saying? That's the same thing I did. So as soon as the mixtape came out, like that day. The song got to start next to it, and then it's just going crazy. I really wish they would have dropped the video. I saw the video. The video was crazy, but she didn't like the video, so. Yeah, because I, I remember they had, like, photos of, like, of them, like, no, shooting it's, the video. It's, it's a whole, like, promo video trailer of the video. Yeah, like, 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 I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this. Look, it was a joint video between Cash Shit and Simon Says, the song that. Oh, uh, with Juicy J. Juicy J. Yeah. It was a joint video, but it was going to be, like, to be continued. But they oh. shot the whole video. Both videos at once. Uh, but she just didn't like it. I don't know why. Like I liked it. I don't know. Uh we come on, man. We we need that one. Just <laughs> just drop it for, just for the It's never gonna come out. Uh, never. Never. Uh, she she actually made a lot of videos for the tracks on Fever. Just none of the videos came out other than really. I don't I don't know why. That that's what I've, I've learned just being a fan of just rappers and singers. It was like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that we never hear or yep. see the the light of day yep. from the songs, the videos. Just like, oh yeah, we made a video to that. Yep, it's just it's never gonna come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I know you, you said in, in an interview also uh, originally you didn't like working with uh, female rappers. What what made you like 
really want to work with Meg and just change your view of working with female rappers and all that? Honestly, the first session that we had when she got in there and I, I, I remade Tina Montana, one of the tracks on um, Tina Snow. Mm-hmm. That was the guy that made Cognac Queen on Tina Snow. He had originally made the Tina Montana beat, and she had already written to it, but she didn't like the beat, so I remade it. Our uh, first session. So as soon as I heard her get in the booth and, like, rap over the beat, yeah. I'm like, we about to blow up. Like, that's literally <laughs> what I say to myself. I'm like, we about to blow up. So that, that one moment changed my whole outlook on... Female rappers, like I, I, I would never listen to no female rappers before that. But now I'm like, female rappers, bring it on. You know what I'm saying? Bring it on. Like, yeah. they, they really having the most traction in the industry right now. Like, they care more. Yeah. Then. About the artistry, as in, whereas um, the male rappers, they just, uh, I'm trying to quality, no quantity over quality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they're the female rappers are the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, y'all, y'all do all that. Big old freak come out. How, how are you, what, what, what's going through your, your mind and how are you feeling when you like just start seeing like the numbers and you're like, oh, we're like number one. All and, that was cool, like, but I was still stuff. broke. So, none uh, of that meant anything uh, to me. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Like, the song going up on the charts, but yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent. So, once I ain't worried about that no more, then I'll really like embrace the song being on the charts, the song finna go gold. Yeah, because I was like, like, yeah, that's cool for her, but like, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Not, it was like, I'm like, I'm still broke. Like, I'm not, I'm not on tour. Like, I'm not getting paid every night. So, uh, once I finally got my deal and got my like, you know what I'm saying, my events from BMI and all that stuff, then yeah, I, I, I fully I, embrace it. I saw you, you went on like a, a publishing tour, like to yeah, try to yeah. yeah. And all the publishers was mad at me too. Like they like you going here, taking running around like you pop, you know what I'm saying, taking pictures. Here. I loved it. <laughs> I, was, I was building a, a, a war because that's, that's how you do. It was like hey, I ain't gonna be quiet. Like hey, yeah, I'm here at this label. Hey, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, here, I'm, exactly. let, I'm letting y'all know because you. Now they like, oh shoot. Yeah. Let me hit up. Hit they was somebody. trying to they was trying to get me right before Tina I mean, not Tina stuff, right before Fever dropped. Cause they knew what it was what what it was about to be. Like Big Old Freak going crazy mm-hmm. and Megas anticipated next album or, or project. And I made majority of beats on there. So they was trying to get me right before that, but I'm smarter than that. Like I'm twenty eight years old, you know what I'm saying? They offered me forty thousand dollars. I'm not finna so yeah. I'm a whole life worth $40,000. Like, I make $40,000 on my own every year selling beats. Like, yeah. so. It's supposed to, like, I, I got some some time in here. <laughs> like, exactly. exactly. I ain't going to just let anybody just walk all over like, like I'm a like I'm a new guy, but I ain't, like, that they, new. They, they thought I was a country boy, country bumpkin from Texas, and I am, but I'm not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm smarter than that. Like, 40000 They thought I was going to be waving, wailing my arms in the air and, oh, $40,000 where I sign. Like, I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm cool on that. I stopped answering the phone for them and everything. I'm like, bro, y'all really disrespecting me because they had, they flew me out, put me up in a five-star hotel, put me in the studio with Black Boy JB, um, brought me to their uh, facility, you know what I'm saying, show me, introduce me to everybody, and then I'm like, they sent me back, they sent me back to the country, like you said, $40,000, I'm like, are y'all crazy? Yeah. I must be out your mind. You know, like, I ain't even replied. Like uh, the dude kept calling me every day. I'm not even answering the phone. I'm like, bro, y'all think I'm stupid or something? Like y'all think y'all just finna get over on me because I don't know the music industry? I don't. I might not know the music industry, but I know that forty thousand dollars ain't no money. You know what I'm saying? So I made it work. Uh, like I said from the beginning, you've you've done some other stuff for other rappers. Mm-hmm. Well, what was like the? I guess. The first big one that you were like, okay, yeah, it, we really moving. Who was like the first artist or whatever that you was like, okay, I'm I'm really doing some stuff. I'm, I got a placement on their project or whatever. Um, really, honestly, Megan. Like, yeah, I got the I got them other placements, but them really didn't mean anything to Big O Freak. Like, so I probably say Big O Freak is my that's the one. That's the that my first my first everything my first yeah. time. Now I can say my first everything because Two Chains album was on the Billboard. I forgot with, with OK Bitch on there. That yeah. was on the, that song went on the charts, but his album with that was on the Billboard. So, um, Big O Freak is my first platinum plaque. Big O Freak is the first amount of money that I got that was over a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying from BMI? Yeah. Big O Freak is the first. 
Big old freak is the reason that I'm flying around and stuff. Also, cash, cash shit really pushed it further, but Big old freak is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. First, like, eyes on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Big old <laughs> freak for sure. Yeah, I I know me because I'm I'm a Wale fan because I know like uh, Wale was like her like first kind of big one yeah. with, uh, with the, what was it, what was the name of it uh, uh, pole, yeah, pole dancer yeah pole dancer yeah so yeah. Uh, I know me personally I would love to hear Wale on one of your beats yeah, no, even if it is with Meg like I was like I was like I was like I want to hear like Wale that'd go crazy yeah that'd go crazy so um, switching kind of like some different stuff kind of. Um, I know I was, I was looking online. You said you, you're a big gamer. Like you keep your Nintendo Switch in. <laughs> Look, he, he pulled it out right now. It's on me. It's on me. Everywhere I go, it's on me. Uh, what's some games you've been uh, playing playing around, especially like during this quarantine and uh, everything? During the quarantine, I just downloaded the new Pokemon. I've been playing I, I, Pokemon Sword. Um, I've been playing that. He, uh, my man Dennis, he actually has a a, a gamer like Facebook group. I'm, I'm in it. We be talking about I'm, playing I'm, Pokemon. I, I might join. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I need to join the the, the group. Send me, give me the uh, info and stuff about this. Uh, yeah. Over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But Pokemon Sword. I just bought uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King. I haven't played it yet because I want to beat Pokemon first. Yeah. Um, when I come here. I be want to play 2K, so I just bought 2K so I can play with them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When we in the studio, so everybody won't be bored when we just make a beat. So, yeah. 2K. Um, but I'm really a retro gamer. Like, I be going out and finding games for my Super Nintendo. That's really what I be playing. So, I probably got, like, 50 or 60 Nintendo, Super Nintendo games. Yeah. I, I have every console. You guys, these niggas, I have yeah. every console. <laughs> but the one that I be playing the most... Is my Super Nintendo. Okay. I mean, and my Switch, too, because my Switch is obviously right. portable, and I can bring it everywhere. Man. Nintendo, we need to give this this guy uh, an endorsement. I'm telling you, I, I went to Nintendo guy. Everybody else <laughs> talking about PlayStation and Xbox. I am a Nintendo guy. We need, we need to get you an endorsement. I'm telling you, come on. What, uh, what's bro that, that's over Nintendo? I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Uh, the, the guy that invented Mario. I say his name all the time, and I cannot think of it right now, but don't worry about it. Um... What else have you, you been doing during the, during the quarantine and, and everything? Oh, uh, shit. Making beats, playing video games, smoking weed. I've been, I have spent too much money on weed, but <laughs> <laughs> that's about it, really, honestly. He said, ain't nothing really changed. Just making these beats. <laughs> and that's what I do outside of the quarantine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them three things. So my life ain't really... It's changed since making shit, but not that much because I was, I was living like this playing video games, yeah. making beats, smoking weed. Like My life being like this is like 2014. I quit my job in 20, oh, 2015. I was working at DSW, and I quit my job in 2015. I've literally been living like the way I want to live since then. Yeah. Even, you know what I'm saying, I might not have that much money back then, but I've been li- the life that I'm living right now, only difference is I got more money. <laughs> That's the only difference. Hey, that, that sounds like a good life to me. Nah, <laughs> nah, it, <laughs> is, it, is, it is for sure. It yeah. is for sure. Um, so, uh, I'm going to ask you, what are some inspirations, some favorite producers you had, like, when you first got started or people that, like, inspire you to keep going or even some that might be, like, still out currently? Okay, so when I first started making beats, that's when Hard in the Paint, BMF, so Lex Luger. Yeah, Lex Luger, yeah. For sure, for sure. But anybody that know me know I'm the biggest Michael Jackson fan, like, of all time. So my favorite producers is Quincy Jones and Teddy Riley. Like, he's <laughs> like, it's just, like... Not even up for debate, but as far as like making trap beats and, and like the beats that we make today, let's lose for sure. Because that's who I strive to be. Like back then when I first started making beats yeah. in 08, like I'm like, I want my beats to sound like that. How I get my beats there? And Juicy J, 36 Mafia, like I'm a big, I remember when I first got my MP3 player in 05, like LimeWire and all that. Yeah. Popping my collar, stay fly. Those are the first songs I put on there. So I be in the studio with Juicy making beats now. like, And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I be having to keep my composure in there. Because I'm like, <laughs> bro, you really don't even understand. Like, without you, I wouldn't even. Like, the impact you have on my life. The impact that you have on my life. And I'm in here making beats with you all. So, like, if I call Juicy J right now on FaceTime, he going to answer the phone. Like, you know what uh, I'm saying? Cause I saw he just announced he he's about to drop a new album. Yep. And I and I was, 
I was telling my homie, I was like, yo, he said it's not coming out till October. <laughs> Why is he making me wait that long till October for it's it to drop? It's gonna be crazy. He didn't play me tracks off the album. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be well worth the wait. I promise. Yeah, because when I was looking at the tracks, I was like, oh, all these features. I was like, oh, I was like, I want this right now. It's gonna go crazy. I'm telling. Yeah, you. I, I was like, uh, I really came more of a fan once he signed a Taylor gang because mm-hmm. like 3-6 Mafia I was like I never really grew up being like a 3-6 Mafia mm-hmm. fan but when he got with Wiz because I was a Wiz fan I was like mm-hmm. okay and then hearing the beats and then hearing I, he was he's like the head of A&R with Taylor gang and all that and I was like okay Juicy Jared and all the beats and production that he's done like mm-hmm. solo career wise I'm like Okay. Juicy J go crazy. This, this, he, give me, he be giving me a lot of advice. He's like a lot of OG advice. But if I'm going to mention Juicy, I cannot not mention Pimp C. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that Pimp C was a producer yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, he did a lot like of the, the UGK beats. Majority of them beats when they first, before he went to jail, majority of them beats, he made. Like, and a lot of people do not know that. But I know that. I'm from Texas, and that's why I, I put... You know what I'm saying? I hold Juicy J. I mean, not Juicy J, but I hold UGK and 36 Mafia to this, like, same high standard. Like, those are my favorite groups. They're outcasts. Like, I got, I've been starting my album collection, like, of actual, like, LPs and, like, actual albums. And I got all my favorite albums. I got 36 Mafia, UGK, got all they stuff from the 90s. So, I would say, for sure, 36 Mafia, UGK, Lex Luger, Michael Jackson, Teddy Riley. Quincy Jones, those are all my, like, influence, gumbo pot influences. Yeah, like My that. uncle, he was part of uh, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire's touring band. Oh, wow. Um, uh, cool in the Gang touring band. He played the trombone. Oh, okay. He was part of their touring band. Uh, it's a couple more, but this was in the late 70s, early 80s, so he was the first one to actually, like, take me to a studio. It was wow. a... I don't even remember. It was a studio. It was in North Dallas. Now that I think about it, I don't remember where it was at, but he was the first one to take me to the studio. Like, my actual real experience of being in the studio. He's the one who gave me my first piano, like, to just fiddle around. That was, like, early on planting the seeds of yeah. who you are today. Yeah, because that, that's before I was making beats. Yeah. That was before I was making beats. So, that was, like, like you said, the, the seeds, for sure. Yeah, uh, and I know... Speaking of like Quincy Jones and Terry Riley being like influence, that makes more sense of why I know if people don't know. You said one of your big goals is trying to get some some production to Bruno Mars because you're like, hey, with with my sound and all that and yep. what he's doing, I'm perfect. So yep. uh. I make new Jack swing beats like with my eyes closed. Like it sounds like they from the '90s. You know what I'm saying? I just picked that up last year. I was like, I got a new Jack swing playlist on my phone. Like of the genre that Teddy Riley invented, mm-hmm. I got a playlist on my phone. So that's all I listen to. I listen to either my playlist, all the songs that I produce, or that playlist. So I jam that playlist super hard, and then I just started. That was one of my long, long time goals too, was to be able to make them type of beats, and I ended up being able to make them. So I'm like, now at this point, I'm trying to get that Bruno Mars placement because I know that's gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I want a Drake placement, Beyonce placement, but. My goal placement, Bruno Mars, because that's going to be crazy. Yeah, and plus that shows your your versatility. Cause exactly. Most people might be like, oh, he just does like those trap beats, trap that, beats that, that Meg rap beat, and all that. It's like, okay, yeah. but it's like, no, I also got some some other stuff that's going to surprise you. You might be like, oh, well, damn, that, that, that shit going to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that just that's going to help you with getting more placements with other rappers and mm-hmm. other singers and other genres and stuff like that. I know you, you said uh, some other people in the interview like Taylor Swift and yeah. all that. It's like, yo, like... I want everybody. <laughs> I want to be like the perennial producer. I want to yeah. be I want to be for real in 2003. Yeah. Like when he... Uh, I don't even know what was the percentage. It was like he... Uh, in 2003, like half of the songs that came on the radio in 2003 that was on the charts, mm-hmm. he made them. Uh me and my homies were actually just talking about that other because we were talking about because 17 years ago, uh, Clones came out, I think, like, last week or something like that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he just dropped the new drunk with Jay-Z. Yeah. And me and my homies was like, yo, 2003 was a great year for Pharrell. Yeah, that was <laughs> Like, year. that Clones album and then all the other stuff he did, like, mm-hmm. that was a great year didn't for grind, him. Didn't Grind it come out in 2003? Yep. Exactly. Like... It's like this nigga was just out he here doing his thing. crazy. I need to meet for it. No, I haven't met for real. What am I saying? I've already met him. Uh, is there any, any anybody that you, you are really trying to meet that either producer or artist wise that you you just like? Hey, I might wall out if I if I meet you. Uh, 
The two people that I would wild out for already did. So I would wild out if I met Michael Jackson or I would wild out if I met Kobe Bryant. But other than them two, everybody else is raving to me. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've been around so many just celebrities and stuff. I've realized that they regular people like us, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, it, it ain't really nobody that I just, like, make me feel that way. There's it, nobody. Make, not even Drake. Like, I, I want a Drake placement, but I'm not finna, like, be fanned out of stuff yeah. in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, I ain't about to just, like, be like, <laughs> but if it was Michael Jackson, I'd probably like you know, I've seen people faint. Yeah, it's, it's Michael I'm Jackson. Sure I'm, a, I'm going to faint. I'm gonna be crying all that. I'm faint, cry all that. Yeah, like, it's motherfucking Michael Jackson. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you made Thriller. <laughs> exactly, my exact sentiment. You made yeah. Thriller. Um, I also saw that you were working on an album. Yeah. You, you, uh, any like um. Tentative like go like twenty twenty one or are uh, trying to get I'm on that? Try, I'm still I, I don't have a I got a couple of tracks for the album but I'm still just trying to make my way around the industry like I just moved to California probably two months ago so because of COVID, they taking COVID way more serious out there than they are here oh wow so I've only been to since I moved there I've only been to three or four sessions and it's like. I'm just trying to make my my way around the industry out there so I can make more relationships with people. So that way, when it's really time to put out my album, I'm like, so-and-so, I need this. I need a, I need a I verse need a call, from you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I have relationships with people, but I'm just trying to build it up more and more so I can be that perennial producer that I'm trying to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when people think of Lil' Jim made the beat, like, they, they put me up there with, like, Murder and Southside and... You know what I'm saying? The, the high boys and all that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the metros, because it's like, as of right now, I'm part of their producer circle. Like, I know all the people. I can call Murder right now. You know what I'm saying? I haven't met Southside or Metro. But those are the only two I haven't met. Everybody, all the rest of the producers, I didn't met. They consider me part of the... That's dope. That's not, you know what I'm saying? I'm part of the producer circle. Yeah, I was like, it's, you out here doing your thing and making noise just as much as them. Exactly. Because... I think was it like last year, like the last couple of years, like that's when like kind of murder on the beats kind of like yep. blew up and started having his name everywhere. Yep. Which I do like how uh, he has his his name as a feature on a, a, a lot that's, of tracks. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get to because he doesn't even rap. I want I don't want to say produced by Luigi Made the Beat. I want to say featuring Luigi Made the Beat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just like Take Keith. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Take Keith. I, I like him because. Uh, uh, I remember seeing an interview. I think it was with Rap Raider about how he was going to school and still in the studio. Like, and this is this is how so tied in I am on our first production group beat tape. Mm-hmm. Me and Take Keith got two beats on there. Oh, wow. Like I've been knowing Take Keith since 2012, 2013. He's <laughs> been in my DMs all the time. Like, oh, bro, you go so hard. Like right when I got the Gucci stuff, I'm telling you, like this would have happened for me. A long time ago, if Gucci didn't go to jail, like I would have been ten set, but I would have been ten seventeen Lil Jew instead of the Lil Jew made the beat that you see today. I probably wouldn't even have the Megan records because I would have moved to Atlanta. Yeah, so it worked out for the best. You know what I'm saying? Because I probably would have signed my life away back then when I was 21 years old. I was 21 in 2013. I'm 28 now. Like I said, so yeah, a little bit more wise, and you you know, like I know what I want, not what I don't want. <laughs> exactly. So if they would have offered me that 40,000 in 2013, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Where's it? Come on, man. Where's it? And they like they just like hey, just go to the cave and just keep making beats. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I would have been sick right now because I wouldn't have had no money. That forty thousand dollars would have been gone in twenty thirteen. Yeah, because I would have bought something I ain't had no business. <laughs> would have bought a whole bunch of chains and stuff and and, and been sad to this. I probably would have sold the chains by now because I'd have been sad to this day. Yeah, and plus you never know like if you would have signed before Gucci went to jail, you never know like okay. The main dude that just signed me is in jail <laughs> right now. He can't do nothing. What what am I gonna do now? I'm signed, obligated to something. Can't even go do nothing else because I just signed this and now I'm just stagnant. And he was probably like the nigga that could have been the one out here, like putting my name out there. Like, oh yep. yeah, this is my little homie. This is my little yep. homie. <laughs> yep. Now it's just like, oh yeah, I got. This. I, I would have been Metro booming right now. You know what I'm saying? If that would have happened in 2013, yeah. but I mean. Like I said, everything happened for a reason. So yeah, everything works out for for a reason. Um, any other goals you got for like the rest of the year? Um, um I'm trying to get. To work on? I'm trying to get my niggas to where I'm at. 
Which I was gonna say uh, since we got to introduce them and uh, talk, talk about you know what everybody. I'm so I've been knowing this guy to the right right here. I've been knowing him since I was nine years old. This is my uh, boy C Light Beats. Uh, uh. And my boy Franchise, I've been we went to school together, but I really locked with him in, in with him probably 2013. These are the people that have been there, you know what I'm saying, as far as the the beats, like riding with me the whole time. And and my partner that showed me, he texted me right now to show me FL, like mm-hmm. that's my, my best friend. He showed me he's literally texting me right now. <laughs> but um yeah, they was there. I'm I'm trying to get them to where I'm at. Even though it's not up to me for them to be there, but if, yeah. if I got the, you know what I'm saying, if I'm in the door now, shit, I'm going to kick the door open for them. For them yeah. Come on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Let's, we are, for lack of better, because I hate comparisons, but for lack of better terms, the new 808 Mafia. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> for lack of better terms, yeah, we, yeah. we boom squad. Yeah. We boom squad. Don't get it twisted, but you know what I'm saying? We trying to, I'm trying to, I won't. Every placement that's, I mean, everybody that's album big that's coming out, I want, if it, my beat are not on there, a franchise beat need to be on there. Yeah. If franchise beat are not on there, C Lot beat need to be on there. If C Lot beat not on there, uh, Pro Beats need to be on there. Pro not on there, 100 need to be on there. Like, all my all my niggas, we all go hard. Like, and, but I was just the one, like, me and Franchise talking about this a million times. If it happened for him first, mm-hmm. It would be him sitting right here talking, saying the same thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because we we been had these conversations like whoever it happened for first. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna use that, and you know what I'm saying? That was just the puzzle piece to get the door open or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That was the the key to get the door open. Now we to kick the hoe in. You know what I'm saying? We trying to get everybody to have their own keys and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is like yo, you can hit up any any one of us. Like, hey, I, I need a boom squad for that. Cause they all go <laughs> just as hard as me, if not harder. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no weak links in my production team. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. Um, I, another random question I was thinking about. Um, your drop. Yeah. Uh, did that come from the Run It Up Freestyle or did she yeah, take no, that and put it in the freestyle? No. Like, okay, so she made Run It Up Freestyle before the Fever came out. Yeah. So we made that. It's just a song. Then she decided to do it as a freestyle on Tim, um, on, not Tim Westwood, uh, uh, the, you know the, 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 the big dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know I can, what I'm talking about. Because that's where I saw it first. Yeah, yeah. So the day we made that song and she said that, I had the engineer way before she did the freestyle, way before the city came out, I had the engineer snip that out. Charlie Slaw. Charlie Slaw. Yeah. yeah Charlie. I, I had my engineer, Kid Silver. Shout out Kid Silver. I had him snip that out the beat and send it to me, but I waited until Fever came out to start using that as my tag because I was like, I want everybody to hear it first. That way I can start using it. And literally, people tweet me that all day, every day. And it's the beat like, you know, little Jimmy. And I knew that was going to be viral. Like, as soon as she said it, I'm like, this going to be viral right here. So that's why I told the engineer to, like, snip. That's literally her vocals yeah. from Run It Up Freestyle snipped out. Yeah, because when I, when, I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, I wonder which came first. Was it she already knew about the the drop and she put it in there? I was like, or was it you brought it from the, the drop? So yeah, I, was no, like, I literally took it out the song, literally. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I heard it on the the Rocky Fresh joint. Mm-hmm. I know I heard it on yeah, the Asian joint. I, I don't use my old tag no more. My old tag, one hundred, I just mentioned. Yeah, he. I, I met one hundred in twenty ten at U of H. He was he was actually the first. He he make beats now, but he, he was actually the first person to ever rap on my beat. I remember one day I told him I need a tag. So my tag that's in cash it and big on freaky stuff. Yeah, he made that. So. I still love that tag to death, but I know the Megan tag is viral, so that's yeah, why that's, that's I have one. to keep going with it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm, that's what people know you for, so it's like, Exactly, oh. exactly. And then Cash, no, no, no. Like, like you said, the Rocky Fresh song, or either the Asian Doll song was the first song with that tag in it, but every other song got my old tag in it. But anything you hear from me from now on yeah. is going to have my new tag in it, except for... This one placement that I got that I can't say too much about that's finna come out. Ooh. But me and Juicy made the beat last year, so my old tag's still in the song. It. 
but I can't say too much about this place, man. But you, you'll see when it come out. Okay. Because it's going to come out very, very soon. Oh, so, okay. I'm, I'm excited. I, just, I can't say that much about it. Especially just to say you got a co-production with Juicy J. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, okay, I got one of the guys I looked up to. Like, yeah. me and him worked on Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. I can't yeah. wait to it's, hear it. Yeah, it's going to go crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 2 Chainz, uh album going to come out. I got the single for that. He just shot the video the other day, so... I'm excited about that. I can talk mm-hmm. about that because uh, he he posting it on the internet and putting it everywhere. But uh, the, the other the uh, one with Wayne on it. No, 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 no I didn't uh, make that one. Okay. Hey, okay, yeah, no, actually, that is the first single for that. The Money Maker is the first single, so technically, I got the second single for the, from the album. It's called uh, Lamborghini Wrist. Okay, and it's gonna drop. He just shot a video and all that for it, so that's gonna drop very very soon. He said this album drop September 26th. I think he said so. They finna probably drop the single here in the next. We can too. Okay, all right, yeah, because I'm ready for some some new two chains myself. Like that's my favorite <laughs> rapper. So I've been working with one of my biggest influences, and I get to work with my favorite rapper. Like I didn't already hit all the, and I got Pimp C vocals on on some beats. So it's like oh. all my favorite people ever. I've worked with them, yeah. except for Michael Jackson. Obviously, he's dead. But you know what I'm saying? Like I t- I just talked to Pimp C's wife. Yesterday on the phone for 30 minutes. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Shannara called me all the time. Like, literally, that's like my aunt. She called me all the time just to talk about random Houston stuff or, <laughs> or leg or music or PMC or what the labels are doing or Bun B or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, just a couple more questions. Since growing up in Dallas and then you lived in Houston, uh, what was like some, some difference you would say just from like the Dallas lifestyle versus like the Houston lifestyle? Because I've been in Houston for the first time. In January, and then I went back probably like a month or two later. Yeah. Uh, just the two times I've been this year, I, I really liked it. I thought it was dope. I feel like in Houston, they grow up a little faster than us in Dallas. Like, we a little more babied in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And for sure, it's more like hustlers in Houston. Like, people like doing whatever they need to do to go get some money. I feel like in, da- in Dallas, like... People find somebody with some money and just gravitate towards them instead of trying to make their own. Yeah, yeah, like trying to make their own money. So I've noticed in Houston, like it's real go getters out there. Not saying it's not none in Dallas. It's just more Houston. What, what are you watching on on Netflix right now? Um, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I do not watch TV. Oh, wow. I watch YouTube. Like I do not. I have Netflix. I got Disney Plus. I got Hulu. And I never, like, literally the money just come out of my account because I don't even watch none of that <laughs> stuff. Like, I watch YouTube. I watch documentaries and stuff on YouTube, little videos and stuff yeah. on YouTube. But if I got downtime, I'm making beats or playing the game or smoking. Like, I do. Since I came to college in 2010, I used to be a big TV watcher, too. Like, before I came to college, once I got to college, bro, I really stopped watching TV. What I watch on TV is sports. You know what I'm saying? And it's been... Corona and, and the virus this whole time, so I'm glad they brought the NBA back. But yeah. other than that, I, I do not watch nothing. I, when I watch TV, it's on the plane. <laughs> like I'll watch a movie on the plane. That's when I'm watching TV. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I just thought, I thought of one because like you being a UGK fan, Juicy uh, Juicy J and all that, and I know Meg has said the, like the same thing. Is some of your bigger biggest arguments about like any of their catalogs or best songs or anything or favorite albums um, I would say so that's what I would think that would probably be like one of y'all's biggest arguments over Meg like Meg is a newer Juicy J and UGK fan she knows the newer songs I go do my research cause, so it ain't I'm putting her I was putting her on the songs that she ain't never heard before like I I've listened to every Juicy J I mean every 3 six my favorite album I've heard every song I've heard every UGK song in existence. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't much to argue about with somebody who it's know totally. these people full catalog. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm putting her on stuff. I'm putting her on Project Pat and, you know what I'm saying, the other people in 3-6. I'm putting her on, you know what I'm saying, other Houston artists that she would, underground Houston artists that she wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, because I know me, myself, I've been in Texas 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me start listening to stuff because uh, one of my like best homies right now, I remember he put me on a Trey too. I was like, "Oh yeah, what?" Trey. I was like, "What?" Swing, and, swing by Trey and, on his first album, Restless. That's like, that's I could say that beat because DJ Mr. Rogers made that beat. That is a ironically, that's a Michael Jackson sample. Okay. Um, that beat is one of the reasons I make beats too. 
Because okay. I heard that beat, I was like, what, what do I like about this? Like, I always like soul samples. So once I first started making beats, soul samples, soul sampling was one of the first things I figured out how to do. You know what I'm saying? Just sampling songs. Because of them, I couldn't figure out why I liked it, those songs so much. And then I just started doing my research on the internet. I'm like, it's because of the sampling songs. So. Yeah, because uh, my homie like, put me on a tray. He was, I was like, oh, his songs like just all sound sad. He was like, bro, bro. He's like, are you listening to what he's saying though? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he, he like made me like a, a mix of like a bunch of random like Trader Saw. He, he's like, bro, he's like, here's I think it was like ten or twelve songs. He was like, listen to the, like really listen to these ten so, or twelve songs, so and I, then come back to me and say you're not a fan. <laughs> ha, have you heard Trey and Zero Joint album? I've never heard a, a, a ABN. Uh, I've heard I've heard them talk about it, but I, yeah, they have a they have one joint album it's called yeah. ABN. I advise you to listen to it if you, if you're a Trader Truth fan, you have to listen to that album ABN. Yeah, Assholes by Nature. Like that's the that's the album with Rain on it. And yeah, that's like they biggest they biggest joint song, but you should definitely listen to it. Yeah, because I know aren't they cousins or something like that? Yes. I think they cousins. Yeah, everybody cousins <laughs> in Houston. Yeah, because yeah, uh when uh Master P and Snoop did that whole group tour or whatever when they came to Dallas, I know mm-hmm. Zero was one of the guys that came out, Paul Wall came out. Mm-hmm. Uh who else came out? Yeah, Slim Thug came out, and so I, I remember uh, telling my my homie when Zero came out, I was like, "Hey, yo, they got your dog Zero." I didn't know none of the songs, but I was yeah. like, "I was like, yo, your homie Zero." He was like, "Bro, record that for me. I'm trying to see that." I know they played both CD done. They had to. That's like Zero biggest song. Yeah, they, I think they they probably they probably did, but I was I was like, "Yep, I don't know what any of this is." <laughs> so I'm just gonna just chill here and just rock to the song is over with. Yeah. But I knew as soon as he said Zero, like the whole crowd just went. Nuts And I was I'm like you, Zero is like I don't want to give bro Too much credit I ain't even finna, I ain't even finna say What I'm about to say I, I, was finna, I was finna give bro Too much credit I was finna give bro Too much credit I'm not even gonna say What I'm about to say I was finna give him Too much credit Yeah I was finna say He like Hey It don't even matter What's the but uh, he the most underrated. I can say that he the most underrated artist from Texas for sure, okay. ever, ever. Most underrated for sure. It had the man in the uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Put some respect on him. Put some respect on him. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to check that that ABN album out. But um, he's not from Megan's home either. Rich Monfo. Rich Monfo. <laughs> no, Rich Monfo is in uh, Hiram Clark. <laughs> <laughs> in the southwest, southwest, most cities in southwest, not Akers. I bet. I bet. But yeah, that was pretty much anything else you wanted to say before we we dip out. Or anything you want to uh, let the people know? Just, I really wish I could say something about the the placement that I got coming, but I'm gonna just wait for everybody for it to come out. You know what I'm saying? Just be on the lookout. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of stuff coming this year. A lot. Well, it's a waiting game. Being a producer is a waiting game, bro. So yeah. you gotta wait for the label to clear the song. You gotta wait for the wait for them to send you the production agreement. You gotta wait for them to pick when the album coming out. Yeah. Obviously making album finna come out, so be ready for that. You know I'm gonna have some tracks on yeah. there. Um like I said, two chains album, the miscellaneous one that I'm <laughs> single talking about, single that I'm talking about. Um it's a lot, bro. I can't say too much. Stuff be in the works, but it's a lot. Just know, lose you made to be coming. Hey, he working. He just know he working. I'm working. I'm yeah, working. So, sure. so he ain't slowing down. No, no, at, no time. At all. So, at all. So. But uh, if you can give everybody like your socials and anything, uh, if you want to get have your, your, your folks come up and yeah, promote them, up, all that stuff. I come up at, after I'm done. Um, Lil you made the beat on everything. L i l j u m a d e d a b e a t. But on Twitter. It's LLL You made the beat Because Twitter Suspended my Twitter In 2016 And they don't want to Give it back to me So uh-huh. I had to make one With a fake name But my my Twitter That I got now Got more followers Than my old Twitter So I really don't even Need yeah, it back but, but They can give me My name back I know You come, know what I'm saying Come on like, Twitter Actually Lil You made the, Come on Twitter support If y'all out there Give my page back. I, I didn't mean what I said in 2016. I didn't mean to tell that troll that in 2016. People saying way worse shit than that than what I said to him. So give my Twitter account back. Uh, I know homies is like, hey, I've had to like go back and scrub some stuff. Yep, <laughs> I've said yep. back in the day because yep. Twitter now, they will pull up anything you, you said. Me and Megan did a clean sweep 
like in like 2018, because you never know. You never know. Yeah. And they'll come pick, pull it up quick. <laughs> you can search anybody's name with anything, and they're going to pull the tweet up. You're like, I was just trolling, just being funny. Like, Yeah. Yo, but it's kind of good that my old account gone. Because I got that account in 09. So just imagine what I was saying between I know, 2009 like, oh. and 2015. You're like, I'm a teenager. Then. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't even delete that much stuff because I had like 150,000 tweets. I can't even delete all this stuff. So it's kind of good that my old Twitter gone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need it. Twitter, I don't need it back. Y'all can, y'all can have it. I don't need it. Just give me my name, though. Yeah, just give me the name, but the old account, y'all can keep that because if them tweets come up, I am canceled for sure. Uh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you, if you folks want to come up and oh, introduce yeah, yeah. themselves and all that, you know what I'm saying? Come let some people know what it is. Yes, yeah, franchise. Just follow me. A franchise did on everything. Franchise did it on everything. On everything. All right, all right on cool. Everything. Yeah, this C Lot Beats. It's C E E L O T Beats on everything. If you can't find that, it's gonna be C E E L O T. Just C Lot on any other platform. And that, you know what I'm saying? Those are two. Uh, how many people in Boom Squad? I don't even know how many people we got in this house. <laughs> but those are the two original founding fathers with me of, of, of Boom Squad circa 2013. You know what I'm saying? Um, we finna go up. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm excited. I'm finna get all uh, Boom Squad chains coming uh, like October, November. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you can't find the socials on... Just go to my followers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They on there. You know what I'm saying? Or go to my... It's a picture of these niggas on somewhere on my page. It's like, <laughs> I got them tagged somewhere on there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So... Oh, also, my little brother is a graphic designer slash clothing designer. House of Medi. H-O-U-S-E of M-E-D-E. Everybody go on all socials. Go check that out. It's finna go crazy. Um... Check that out, my little brother. He's been is he in Dallas. Yes, he's in Dallas. Oh, because we are definitely trying to get some merch. Yeah, design, design, like this new designer. It ain't no regular rinky dink little uh, screen print shirts. It's the real deal. He making pants, all that. Like, quit playing with him. It's finna go crazy. Okay, definitely have to house of uh, Mitty. All right, definitely look look him up because the, the original shirts and stuff we had, we was like, eh, we we, <laughs> we went through like the little Teespring website yeah. and all that. Yeah. We was like. Yeah, when we saw him in person, I forgot. I got the Teespring with Lil Jamaica beat on there, and then people, a couple, I forgot. I need to. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that because uh, a couple of people that, uh, ordered Lil Jamaica the beat shirts from T. I forgot all about that. Well, thank you for putting that back in my head, bro. Thank you. But uh, appreciate you you doing this for me, man. Well, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good luck Talk. with the surgery and everything tomorrow, and, hey, and the recovery it. and all I'm that. Need it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, again, thank you. Appreciate everybody coming through. Uh, this has been a great interview. It's your boy Smiles. This is another episode of the Music Impulse, and we out. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, man. What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse. On Twitter and Instagram, that's M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. And don't forget to follow the Facebook page as well. And don't forget to follow the Uncle Urban Podcast main page at Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at JW Smiles. As well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.